podcast. This is your host, Alex Thompson, and you are listening to What Was I Saying? This is probably a couple of your all's first episode with us. So welcome on in. How are you doing today? I hope you're having a really great one. And for those of you who are back and joining us again, a big thank you for tuning on into this week's episode. If this is your first episode that you are listening to, I post new episodes every single Wednesday and we do little talks, it's fun topics, it's kind of lifestyle, it's friends, it's actually today's episode is going to be all about friends and making friends in your 30s. A little bit later into this episode, I really want to talk about red flags in friendships, but that's something that we're going to get to in just a moment. Let's kind of do like a big overview first. So making friends, I specifically want to talk about making friends in your 30s or just even if you're a little bit older. You're basically out of that school range because when you are making friends when you're a little bit older, it's definitely a different ballpark than making friends back in school or in college or when you're playing sports. Making friends in school and in college is so different from the real world. It's really different in a multitude of ways. The first is you are all of a sudden not hanging out with people that you grew up with basically for years and years and years. Out in the real world, when you're making friends, people come from all over and you're going to be with people in different age ranges. Part of the reason why I felt like I was hanging out with friends and my, making my friend group and making my decisions when I was making my friend group in school and in college had a lot to do with just who was around and who I had classes with and who I was playing sports with. That determined a lot of my friendships. They kind of just happened to be these proximity friendships. And I definitely had more friends back then. I had a bigger friend group. I was invited to more things. In high school and in college, I was very, very social. And you listening to this now might feel the same way, where you look back on your school years and you're kind of nostalgic for those in a way, just because at that point in your life, you were probably more surrounded with friends or you were going to football games or you were invited out more often or every weekend you had like a party or something to go to. Maybe you were a part of a sorority or a fraternity and you had a lot of these organized events. Your schedule was very, very full of social activities. Well, now that you're an adult, it's a little bit different because you are now free. And you no longer have classes with 20-something people who are dealing with the same thing as you, who grew up in the same place as you. You are no longer part of a social group where they are, you know, organizing fun events. And all of a sudden, it kind of feels like, no, but seriously, where are my friends? What just happened? It will happen all of a sudden. And it's not necessarily that those friendships aren't there anymore or that they didn't mean anything. They do. It's just when you change your routine or when you start a new chapter in your life, your friend group is going to change a little bit. It might feel all of a sudden like you lost all of your friends or like you go to contact one of your friends and they're busy because now they have their own thing going on and you at the same time or maybe starting a new job and have your own thing going on and it's hard to meet up all of a sudden. 
that can be really stressful. That can feel like you lost all of your friends in one swoop for no reason. But the thing is, is this is just a natural part of life that just, it happens to everyone. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you've lost that friend. You still have that friend. It's just that things are different, not necessarily in a bad way. Things actually, I feel like looking at it from an outside perspective now, or like looking back on this, because it has been a couple of years since I've been in school and in college, it, it kind of is a good thing because I'm making friends now that are genuine friends or that I've really had to kind of invest time in a relationship and getting to know this person as opposed to just having this easy access to a friend group that maybe we just had a class together, but maybe we don't actually have that much in common. And so that's what really, really what I want to talk about is that making friends in your 30s, definitely harder. You might be working a job right now. For instance, I have found that with every single desk job I've ever worked, first of all, I am only working with a handful of people, maybe like 15 or a group of like 20 people even. And the age range is super, super wide as opposed to like school where everyone was kind of the same age and doing the same stuff. Maybe these people are on like a different part of their life than I am. Uh, There are a lot of people that are out there having kids and maybe buying their first home. And then there's me who's single and I'm still kind of figuring things out. There was definitely a little bit of a learning curve. And I'm sure a lot of you who have made that transition, who are like at that point in their life where they're like outside of college or maybe it's their first internship or whatever, that there is that huge transition where it's like, okay, I was hanging out with people that were all my age and now everyone is like maybe 10 years older than me, legitimately settling down. And I'm still like going out on the weekends and having fun and I'm like what do we have actually in common? So that definitely makes the process of finding new friends a little bit difficult when you do have that hurdle to get over. But that being said, making friends in your 30s, you make really, really great friendships. And these are lasting friendships. I have found that my circle of friends is a lot smaller than it used to be. And A lot of you can probably relate to that where your friend group is now maybe like a handful of people, but these are people that you have really invested time in and energy in and you know when their birthday is and you are really good at planning things with each other and you go on vacation together and you have like this great friendship. It's it's a smaller group now, but it's a more meaningful group. You have really selected this friend as opposed to just kind of being placed in close proximity with this friend. So maybe now you're like, okay, I am at that stage in my life where I am off by myself and I am ready to start making friends. But how do I make friends? It's really hard to. Like, what are some good tips? 
These are some of the tips that I have found have helped me make friends now that I'm outside of school. The first is you have to be open to new experiences. You have to be open to maybe talking to somebody who's a little bit older or maybe in a different point in your life than you are. Maybe they are interested in new things, but you kind of have to put yourself out there. You almost kind of want to look at it like dating. Like you would never have a boyfriend or a date even if you never put yourself out there in the first place. You have to put yourself out there. If you want to make friends, you kind of have to make this scary leap of hanging out with somebody for the first time and not knowing anything about them. It's so much like going on a first date. Now that I'm saying it, I'm like going out with a friend that you've never hung out with before or meeting somebody new and just to hang out and to make a friend is so intimidating. That is the same in my head as going on a first blind date because you don't know anything about this person when you're getting ready and you're like trying to figure out where you're going or or I'm always worried about like, what are we going to talk about? Like, I'm not dating this person, but I'm just hanging out with a new friend that I've never met before. And there's so much pressure and I'm like kind of rehearsing in my head. I'm like, all right, these are the things that are interesting about me. These are my hobbies. These are this is things that I like to do. I'm like, who am I listening to? I'm kind of like refreshing all of these facts about me because I'm like, I'm meeting somebody for the first time and I think that they would be a cool friend to hang out with. And so you're trying to put that best foot forward. So you kind of do want to view it almost as dating in a way. Like I'm not saying you're dating your friend that you're going out with, but you want to kind of put your best foot forward and it is going to kind of have that feel another thing is you also want to make sure that you are actively putting yourself out there there are so many times where I am invited to go out with friends and so much of me is a homebody and so much of me wants to stay at home and just be comfy and watch my tv shows and make a cozy snack or just cuddle up with my dogs but I know that it benefits me mentally when I go and I hang out and I actually like follow through when I'm invited with things. One, people know then that maybe even if you don't go out every time, if you go out some of those times, like shuffle in some of those times, they're more inclined to continue to invite you out as opposed to if you're always the person when they ask you, do you want to go out and you always say no, they're probably going to stop asking you to hang out at a certain point. Because they're kind of like, this person, every time I've asked them to hang out, they have met me with rejection. So you want to make sure that when somebody is asking you to hang out, that you are either realistically looking at if you can actually hang out. If you are constantly turning somebody down, they're probably not going to continue to ask you to hang out anymore. Another tip is you want to make sure that you are putting in a consistent good amount of effort with this new friendship. You want to be meeting them with the same level that you are expecting back in a friend. All of these things that you want in a good friend, make sure that you are putting in the effort back, especially now that you're like a little bit older and making friends is really hard or a little bit harder, I will say. You really want to make sure that you're not letting these things fall to the side, that you are staying on track and keeping up and managing your friendships Just like you are managing a job 
or a relationship. Make sure that you are putting in a good amount of effort. Some of you might be wondering, when making friends, now that you're a little bit older, what is, is it better? I'm kind of missing the way things were before. How is it better now? Well, I'm here to say it is actually better for a number of reasons. One, your friend group is going to be a little bit smaller, so it's a little bit easier to manage those relationships. Instead of having a wide group of friends, and this is something I feel like I've heard a lot of people talk about, having friends, it should be more about the quality of the friendships and less about the quantity of the friendships. I am really rich in having these really great quality friendships, and I'm less concerned about how many friends or how big my friend group is or how many people are actually going out with me. I am more interested in nurturing and developing really, really special friendships. Also, because my friend group is a lot smaller now, I have a lot less issues and there are a lot less drama. Whereas before, because my friend group was quite large and I wasn't necessarily developing these really close trusting friendships, a lot more issues would come up. There would be a lot more negative feelings. There would be a lot more drama. There would be more gossiping. It was just not as a trustworthy relationship. And now I feel like I can trust my friends a lot more because I have like really selected who I'm hanging out with. It's not just like this anyone is welcome. It's like I am welcoming only people into my space that I actually really trust. And those friends that or those people that I can't really trust or I can't really put a finger on, I'm kind of keeping them a little bit away from me because it's just something that I just don't trust in my space and I want to make sure that I am protecting my space. Also, I feel like I have better friendships now because we are hanging out for the right reasons. Now is because we're actually choosing to hang out. I have chosen to spend time or they have chosen to spend their limited free time with me and we're going to make sure that we're doing something that's beneficial and fun for us both. So these relationships are just way more fun. I'm having so much more fun now hanging out in these friendships because they're genuinely things that I really want to be a part of. All right, so now that I've talked about all of the good things and how to make friends in your 30s and how to nurture those friendships and why I feel like these friendships are a lot better. I want to talk about something maybe a bit more juicy and I'm sure you guys are all probably hanging on for this part right here, but I want to talk about red flags in friendships because like in dating where there are those red flags and we all love to watch the TikToks and we all love to watch Instagrams about what these relationship red flags are. Friendships, they have red flags too. Um, let me tell you, when you see it and you know it and you feel it, you want to stay away from it. <sighs> so shake it off. All right, here we go. We're getting into it. My biggest one that I, when I see it, I'm a little bit cautious of is jealousy and insecurities. And I see this a lot in female to female friendships. There can be a lot of jealousy happening and a lot of insecurities happening. Maybe it's not like something that's so obvious at first, but you kind of start to feel it over time. Some of the things that it can look like is maybe you get a promotion 
or maybe you are working on a project and you go to tell your friend about it and they're kind of not meeting you with the same level of enthusiasm as you wish that you would have gotten from them. They almost seem not excited, in fact, about something that you might be working on. This is a very big red flag because when I'm looking at it from an outside perspective and I think, okay, if my closest friend came to me about something that they were really excited about working on or really excited about doing or if they got a job promotion, I think about how exactly I would compliment or build them up about it because I would be thrilled, honestly, if my friend, my genuine friend, came to me about good news. Of course, if it was actually good news. Now, I'm not saying that like you should expect your friends to like be so excited about everything because there are some things that maybe they shouldn't be excited about. Like, I don't know, if you got into something like kind of negative, maybe your friends should be like, hey, maybe don't do that. Maybe that's actually not a good thing to be doing. But I'm, I'm talking about like genuinely you are doing something good and you're working on something new. How I would shower my friends with compliments and oh my gosh, that's amazing. And oh my gosh, let me take you out for a drink or oh my gosh, let me take you out for lunch or congratulations, tell me all about it. Like you really earned this. I would want to be met with that same exact enthusiasm back. And when I do open up, And maybe it's because I don't open up to a lot of people. But when I do open up to people about something that I am excited about and I'm not met with that same level of excitement back, sometimes there's almost crickets back. And this is such a big friendship red flag. Like if I come to you and I have a really exciting big project or I've worked really hard towards something and you can't say anything nice about it or you're almost kind of like hesitant to compliment in a way, it's it's such a big red flag. I don't think that you are genuinely happy for me. And if you're not genuinely happy for me, I can't really call you a really close friend at that point because why would you not be genuinely happy for me about something? It just sets off all kinds of alarms in my head. Another friendship red flag are friends that gossip. So if you're hanging out in a friend group and everyone's talking and you have one friend who just loves to talk about people who aren't currently hanging out with you behind their back, I can almost guarantee you that that friend is doing the same when you are not in the same room. It might be fun and interesting to listen to what that person has to say about that other person, but you absolutely know that they are probably doing the same thing behind your back. And that person is not even there to defend themselves. I think that it's honestly so immature and super disrespectful. When I was like a teenager, I used to be really big into gossiping. And that's a habit that I worked really hard to break. But gossiping used to be very fun for me until I kind of learned that, hey, people are starting to notice that I like to gossip And they're not trusting me as much as they used to. I kind of had to look at it as like, well, why would somebody trust me? Because I am kind of into gossiping. And of course it was high school and everyone's into gossiping, but I wasn't doing anything to earn anyone's trust at that point because I was talking behind other people's backs. Now 
I honestly really do not gossip anymore. I really do not like to talk about people that are not in the same room as me. It's just not good. I never feel good. I actually started to feel really negative when I am gossiping. So I just like, honestly, I do not gossip. It's just not something I'm interested in. I would much rather talk about things going on with the person sitting in front of me and finding out what's going on with them or maybe talking about things that are going on with me. But what is not entering the conversation is somebody who's not currently present to defend themselves. It is just disrespectful. It's super immature. So red flag is if you are hanging out with somebody and they're gossiping, that person has a level of immaturity that I really do not want in a friendship. And I would rather stay far away from them or I would rather have a smaller friend group than possibly be hanging out with someone who brings that kind of energy. Also, I feel like with gossiping, gossiping says so much about your own insecurities and less about the person that you are actually gossiping about in the first place. If someone took the time to kind of point out the negative things about somebody else, all it's really doing is putting a spotlight on that person who was saying it in the first place. It really just makes them look worse. Another red flag that I find in friendships are friends who use you. And this is a little less obvious. It's something that might take a long time to kind of catch on to when it is actually happening, but it does actually happen. And I felt this a lot when I was living in LA because there was a lot of that going on. But this honestly happens everywhere. If you notice that somebody is only hanging out with you if you are going to do something fun or if you are offering to buy drinks or if you have tickets to a game or if you're going to a party where some celebrity is going to be there and that friend is suddenly very available to hang out, But then on the flip side, when you maybe just need somebody to hang out with or you want to have like a chill night where nothing is really going on or maybe you text them when you're actually going through some kind of thing and you just need like support and that friend is not there, that might be somebody who is not really your friend and they might not have your best intentions in mind. So you do want to keep an eye out for this. That friend is probably just using you because they see things that they can actually get through you. Yes, maybe this person is fun to hang out with. That's fine. But you want to make sure that you are not considering this person like a close person that you are going to rely on because that person is probably not going to be there when you actually need them. So some relationships are superficial for sure. But you just want to make sure that you know that like, okay, these are my close group of friends that I can come to when I need something. And then maybe that there are some people that are like, Yeah, we're cool to hang out with, but realistically, they're not actually a close friend of mine for those reasons because I feel like they don't actually put in the effort to hang out with me and that they're only using me for things that I can give to them. My last friendship red flag are people who compete. And I'm not talking about sports and I'm not talking about like playing a game. I'm talking about like just simple mundane things those friends you know who have to one up you with everything maybe you just got something this friend now feels like they have to go get something maybe you just did something really cool and now your friend is also like trying to one up you with that story it it happens so much 
friends who compete, especially friends who compete over guys. I find that so, so immature. That is very high school to me. And that's something that really has no part in my life now that I'm a little bit older. I am just not about people who compete over guys or who compete to have more. Those are some really big red flags. Like I don't want to feel like I'm in competition with any of my close friends. I want to feel like there's enough room for both of us to grow. In fact, this is so silly. Like to me, there is an exponential amount of room in the world for everyone to do good, even in the same category. There is no reason for me to feel like I have to compete with somebody because I can lift them up and they can do their own separate thing. And that honestly does not affect how good and how much I can grow because they can grow and I also have room to grow. There is no limit to growth. There is no limit to the space that you can both achieve. So there's no sense in competing or in trying to tear somebody's accomplishments down because there's room for both of you all to succeed, even if you're doing the exact same thing. For instance, let's like say with podcasting, like with this right now, if I had a friend who also wanted to start a podcast, I would absolutely support them. I would promote them. I would like their stuff. I would listen to their stuff. If a friend started a new business, I would be very psyched about it. Even if we were doing kind of the same thing, I wouldn't try to be competitive. I like to stick to my own lane. Friends that I am really close with also like to stick in their own lane where they're comfortable building me up and supporting me while they're continuing on their own path. So that's all I have for red flags and friendships. If you see any of those, that person, you just want to keep an eye on them. I'm not saying don't hang out with them, but I'm saying that there's a reason why you go to say something good about your life and they either meet you with not the level of enthusiasm that you're wanting or maybe they turn the topic back towards them. That's another I'm sorry, one more big red flag. If they constantly turn everything back to themselves, that is a huge friendship red flag. Like if you go to tell them something that's good that's happening in your life and they all of a sudden like flip the subject back to themselves and just skip over what you said entirely, that is a huge, huge red flag. It's almost like sometimes I will be talking to somebody and I'll say something that I'm so excited about and I'll put like actual effort into the words that I'm saying. And just like that, they have flipped the subject to something entirely new without even commenting on what I was saying. Now when I'm talking, I am like super, I try to be super aware, even with having like ADHD and like ADD and my brain is like kind of just going off the walls at all times. I really do try to focus on what my friends are saying. I I really think about my responses and I really think about like if I was in their shoes right now, what exactly would I want to hear and what would I expect from a friend? So, all right, that's the last one. So those are my friendship red flags and things that I look out for. So that is all that I have for friendship red flags and how to make friends in your 30s. I really hope that you all enjoyed this one. I definitely enjoyed talking to you all this week. A couple of life updates. I'm sure some of you are following me on my personal Instagram, which is underscore Alexandra Thompson underscore, 
or on the podcast Instagram, which is, what was I saying, podcast, you might have seen that I did post my first vlog episode this morning, and I am so excited about it. I did work really hard on it, and it is definitely a very beginner level and very much a baby YouTube channel, but I literally have five subscribers right now, and I'm so psyched about that. I know it's such a small number, but Honestly, I can't believe that there are like five of you guys out there that are subscribing and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I've always wanted to do this and I'm finally just committed to doing it this year and putting myself out there and it's totally a little bit scary and I'm taking little baby steps and my little baby channel is starting. So if you do want to go check out that first vlog, you can find it on YouTube. My name is Alexandra Thompson and my YouTube channel is Alexandra Thompson High with a bunch of eyes at the end. So go check it out, take a look, go comment, like, and subscribe. If you are one of those first five subscribers, hello, thank you very much. And yeah, I can't wait to do another podcast next week. I will see you guys all then. Until then, have such a great week. Have fun with your friends. Go make new friends and make sure to stay away from those who maybe are a red flag. All right, love you all. Bye.